Hey, welcome back to the Infamous Podcast. This is Brian. This is Michigan versus everybody, Daryl. Uh, bet. Um, anyway, <laughs> we. Okay, uh, I gotta give. That was awesome. Yeah, by I, the way. Got you, I got you. I got you, Boo. <laughs> anyway, we are back. We had a week off last week. Um, I'll let you explain if you want to why we were off, but we were off last week and we're back now. So we're gonna talk about some old news in news bites. Uh, we're gonna re- finally review uh, the season two finale of Reacher. And we're going to give our overall season two review or uh, rating, sorry. And then we're going to talk the 2024 Royal Rumble, um, which is 100% given away in the episode 419 title. Let's get ready to Royal Rumble. Yes. And we have to add the Royal right there. Let's get ready to Royal Rumble. Uh, I don't know how his voice like holds up the way it does. Yeah, I. So. I mean, I always think when I, you think voice like that, or yeah. people using a certain voice, and how it ends up, Macho Man Randy Savage. Right, right. Like his vocal cords were probably like, please, dude, just please, let's do another gimmick. Yeah. Oh, so somebody replied to me again. Punk really does look his age. Still has more to offer than most, but he can't work any match with anyone. Hopefully he gets utilized properly. He doesn't have anything to offer Owen York 3075. If you can't if he has to be properly utilized, you're saying he can't work a match with anyone, he should retire. I'm sorry because <laughs> I just like I'm I'm one I'm trolling the shit out of these people because you know fuck them but uh yeah Phil Phil Brooks needs to goddamn retire and we'll get into that yeah ooh sizzle man so let him cook there's gonna be some hot hot <laughs> takes anyways um Daryl how are you my friend I'm doing very well uh, you know notwithstanding the weather outside you know we. We're already through two seasons of our Game of Thrones rewatch. Nice, nice. So, I mean, can't complain about that. It's, uh, what is it, the 28th? It's been 20 days, and Michigan is still national champions. Nice. So, nice. I yeah. can't, can't complain. So, uh, we finished The Brothers soon. Um, Son? No, soon. Soon? Yeah. Okay. That's, they're, they're the soon family. Um, in the in the thing, uh, in the show, okay. but uh, it was really good. Uh, it ended pretty cool. Uh, what else? Um, we tried to watch the the holdovers, um, the Paul Giamatti movie about the um, fancy private school uh, where yes. the the kids couldn't go home. Yeah. Uh, let's just say we didn't finish it because it was lacking. Yeah, I had been trying to watch uh, that sh- the Netflix movie Foe. Oh with, yeah. Uh, what's her name? Sorsha. What is her last name? Ross. I was. I want to say Ronan. Ronan. Oh. But from the Divergent. Oh 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 oh. It is. It's. It's. I'm struggling to get through that. Oh, I forgot to tell you a couple weeks ago. I did watch X, the first one. <gasps> I haven't watched. You should have watched Pearl, Pearl first. 
I know okay. they came out separately, but watching Pearl first makes X that much better. Okay, yeah. So, I kind of forgot you told me that. But you but, gotta watch the Becky movies too. Or did you watch both of them oh, already? Yeah, I watched the Becky movies. Okay, okay. So and I did watch I what a movie that actually surprisingly was entertaining for me and was a lot weirder than I thought was three thousand years of longing. Oh, where Idris Elba's the gin. Uh, yeah, that was cool. that was a fun movie. Uh, I did watch uh, role play. Yeah, we watched that too. It was okay. It was it was okay. So and um, self reliance. We watched that too, on, which I actually really liked. Um, I thought it was just okay. So what did I give it? So here's what I'm doing for 2024. I'm, 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 I have a note going for all the movies, like the 2024 movies I've watched. Seriously? Um, yeah. I do so, too. So I gave self-reliance <laughs> a fuck. Because I'm not going to let what happened last year happen this year. That's Because anyway, okay, it's like, what did I even creepy. watch? Yeah. Um, so I gave self-reliance a five out of ten. Um, we watched The Beekeeper, I which I really liked. I gave it a 6.75 out of ten. And mm-hmm. the beekeeper is 100%. I will buy it if it's under 10 bucks. Okay. So um, it was uh, I find yeah. it hilarious. I find it hilarious. We're doing the same exact. Thing. Well, you know, I mean, we are, we are pretty much the same person. Um, you know, you're uh, never mind. Um, <laughs> I was going to say something <laughs> awful. Um, <laughs> All right. So, anyway, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so anyway, uh, do you want to hop right into the news bites? Yeah, let's do this. All right. Uh, first up, <laughs> now this is a rumor, obviously, and it's coming from the direct. Uh, is Star Wars What If releasing in 2024? Disney Plus rumors explained. Um, before we get into What If Star Wars, I just want to say, they did this already in the comic books with Dark Horse. It's called Star Wars Infinities, and you should all go read them. Yeah, I'm putting down a note right now. They are great. Um, so they did A New Hope, The Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi, and they are fantastic. Um, I would say you should go buy them from Comixology, but that doesn't exist anymore. Um, so go to your local comic book store, <laughs> and they're in trades. Pick up all three. Got it. Or ask them to order it for you. But do not buy it from Amazon. Why? Because the comic book industry is systematically being destroyed by the fucktards in charge. So help out your local comic book store and go buy it from them. Like you can go down to... um... No, you'll have to go up to Queen City probably. Because comics to games is just really toys. I mean, there's some comics. Actually, Mike might have them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Anyway. But, uh, but yeah. So, okay. So, this article is talking about what if, and it's what if they succumb to the dark side? What if Anakin, uh, another showed off Emperor, Emperor Darth Vader who defeated Obi-Wan, taking down Palpatine and assumed control of his galactic empire? Um you know, but these are all like fan made stuff. But it's funny because a lot of the things that they made up are stuff that uh, Star Wars Theory has been doing for years. Like, here's the thing yeah. if you guys want to do this, hire Theory. Because this is what he's actually best at is coming up with these cool alternate stories and stuff. Although, the one I really do want to see is what if Darth Jar Jar was actually a thing? 
<laughs> I haven't watched some. Like I've watched one or two of those. I really like his his stuff for for the most part. Yeah. And the fact that you know you're talking about Star Wars theory, how he's you know been attacked the this last what ten oh, days or yeah. something like that. Oh yeah, I forgot but, about um, that. Yeah, he was had it Rolling Stones, Rolling Stone, and Stone? NBC. Which let's be honest, NBC yeah. is the period worst period news organization news period organization period ever period. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Rolling Stone has done this before with other things. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, well, they were like calling you're... him um, a misogynist. And just like yeah. racist and Hitler and Nazi, that it doesn't mean anything anymore. It uh, it means nothing. so, like it um, means absolutely you, Daryl, are the misogynistic blackface of white supremacy. You Nazi, you know, like that that you know, you know what I actually just said. Wah 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 wah, Daryl. Yeah. Wah 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 wah. <laughs> Charlie Brown teacher. Exactly. For sure. Anyway, uh, I am not super excited about this because I think they will just do like, what if Luke Skywalker never existed? Oh, Leia solved all the problems in one day. You know, like that kind of thing. You you know why that would happen? Because it's happened with the what if Marvel shows. Well, yeah. And it's happened with Disney Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) That's, again, I am... You know, I know there are some purists that don't like you know multiverses or what if type scenarios. I actually like the idea in the right hands. You know what though? Disney has proven they're not the right hands for stuff like this. The less Star Wars that Disney makes, the less Marvel stuff that Disney makes for the foreseeable future, the better for everyone who loves this stuff. They don't know what they're doing now. Granted, and we're going to talk about this in a minute with Daredevil, from the TV aspect, supposedly, they are trying to correct course, but the last several years has shown that I, it's, it's showing proof. I, I don't trust anything they do. I, I'm going to, and, and I don't do this with stuff. I, I'm going to assume the worst with Disney brings stuff out, because for the most part, they continually prove us right that they don't know what they're doing. So this, I don't want them to touch any of this because I I don't want them to touch anything. You know, I just, I'm so tired of this Mm -hmm. that although I love the, what if idea of star Wars and some of these, uh, you know, these renders, it was like cool with people that care about the characters and don't just flip things around. Yeah. And, you know, one woman power and all this bullshit mm-hmm. because that's all they did. Yeah. What if, uh, what if Ray was actually a Skywalker and not Palpatine? I mean, he, she did exactly what he asked him to do. She killed him. Now she's Palpatine. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what happened there. I mean, prove me wrong. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, so what if Star Wars might be a thing? Let's hope it's not. Let's really hope it's not. Let's move on to Daredevil. Another thing I just Daredevil Reborn. Um, And again, this is rumor. So we've got a bunch of rumors this week. Um, So this comes from uh, Spencer Bacelli or Bakuli? Baculi? Anyway, uh, rumor, Marvel's Daredevil Born Again to see Deborah Ann Wool and Eldon Henson reprise their roles as Karen Page and Foggy Nelson. If you're going to do this, 
you have to you just have to continue and, and do Daredevil season four. Marvel's Daredevil yeah. season four, not Disney's mm-hmm. Daredevil season four. Um, yes. You know, I mean, I, like they, they've already taken and, and taken what was happening with Daredevil Born Again and then threw out a whole bunch of stuff, fired all their writers and directors and are moving in a new direction. So I don't know. But this dude, Jeff Schneider from the In Schneider uh, or at the In Schneider tweeted, this was back on January 12th. Exclusive Eldon Henson and Deborah Ann Wool return as Foggy Nelson and Karen Page. Details inside. Um, so I'm taking this one with a grain of salt, but who knows? We'll see. Um, but I, from what I've seen of Daredevil being used in the, the MCU, I am not at all interested. Um, reading what happened to Kingpin coming out of uh, Echo, I'm not at all interested. And uh, oh, looking how man. they cucked him and and she 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 Hulk, which got thankfully canceled. Um, I'm not at all looking forward to this. Oh, did you see Tatiana Mars- Ma- Masala Masarli Maslani Maslani was like, yeah. oh fans, please watch it. Like it's like, wait, you were just telling me as a white guy that I don't have an opinion on your show because it's not for me. And then you get mad when I, you know, twerked my when it twerked its way right off my playlist. You you know what? When people say that, like, hey, you're this, so your opinion doesn't matter. You know what I say to that? That. <laughs> so it's yeah the the whole daredevil thing yeah i was i love daredevil on netflix and when you heard that you know he was coming back initially it was one of those you know initial things where i like oh that's cool and then i actually thought about yeah but who's bringing him back yeah and this show and uh, it seems like this is well this is this has had a a huge rewrite uh this daredevil show because they're treating it like you know we saw what he was in she-hulk yeah we saw we saw parts of what would happen in echo which i never watched echo i'm not going to waste my time with it but i have watched videos of and breakdowns of yeah. the show speaking speaking of breakdowns like what about the woke media's breakdown that uh Barbie just wasn't enough <laughs> to get nominated for the best actress. I that honestly is hilarious. So uh, yeah, like just quick aside, like they're all like losing their shit about Greta Gerwig not getting the best director nod. But like I seem to remember when Ben Affleck didn't get the best director nod for Argo, but it won like everything that year. Uh, mm-hmm. Nobody was coming to his defense except for me. Of course they weren't. Of course they weren't. Because I'm an unapologetic Affleck stand for some reason. I don't know why. Um, because he makes banger movies. That's why. As a director and yeah, an I, actor. But um, again, the the yeah. best thing for this Daredevil show is for them to just write it off and say this will never see the light of day. Yeah. Or they're not going to the do that. Thing. Just don't do it. Like. Yeah, that's what I mean. Just like, no. What's the, yeah. Like just no. No, like I'm done again. Just to you know, piggyback off what I said when we were talking about the what if Star Wars. Yeah. The less they do with Marvel stuff, the less they do 
with Daredevil in this case, the better. Right. They've shown en- enough. I've seen enough. It. Uh, let's be honest. If this was something else, and and you were turning in work at at a job, and you continue to turn in subpar shit, there's going to be a point where your employer's like, okay, you've shown enough. We're going to part ways because this work is yeah. not good. I and if done. you look, yeah, you continually look at, you know, again, if you like this stuff, fine. If you like it, because liking and saying something is good are two totally different things. I love, you know, we were, before this, we were talking about the new Roadhouse trailer. Right. Let's go oh, back yeah. to the original Roadhouse. That movie's not good. It is not. It's so bad that it comes back around and is good. That's that's. The I absolutely thing. love it. So, I absolutely love that movie. It's one like, of those movies when you turn when you're going through stations and you see it's on. I used to I used to watch it like no matter what. Like, well, oh, here's the thing: is in the first Roadhouse, Dalton is this like mythical urban legend, right? Yes. Everyone meets him and they're like, "I thought you'd be taller." And in yeah. this one, Jake Gyllenhaal is a failed UFC that's fighter. Me. Yeah, and it's like, oh. Well, he's famous, so of course people are going to come to pick fights with him. Yeah, um, it it ch- changes the narrative completely of the character. Which, okay, if they want to do that, that's fine. But what I'm saying is, with this, as as I said, Disney continues. If they were in any other job, and this was individuals or a team doing sending this subpar work, they would have been fired ten times over. Right. And yet they still have the money. They they're still giving, given uh, the go ahead to continually pump out crap, just pump awful out crap. work. Yeah, yes, yeah. It's uh, it, it's just one. It's one of those things that I don't I don't really understand. I don't get. I'm not really here for. Um, but hey, at the end of the day, maybe it might be like. A five out of ten, like it could be entertaining to watch. Um, also, it's supposed to be eighteen episodes, though. Initially. Oh, I thought it was a movie. Oh, Daredevil. Oh no, I'm sorry. I thought we were talking about. Um, we were still talking about Roadhouse. No, yeah, no, Daredevil is oh, gonna be. Yeah, it's supposed to. It was supposed to be like twenty six episodes. Yeah. Oh, it was it was that? Yeah. Thing? Yeah. But yeah, you're right with Roadhouse. It could because I, uh, you know, I'm a fan of Jake Gyllenhaal. I really yeah, like him. I like him too. So, uh, so go watch Southpaw. I think he if can, you want to watch him in a good fight movie, watch yes. Southpaw. So yeah, he know. he can. I think he he. Well, I don't think I know he's going to be the the bright spot. And like you said, it could be entertain. It could be one. Conor McGregor's acting could be so bad that it's entertainingly right. bad versus distractingly bad. Yes. So, I, I mean, uh, again, I think I'm Conor gonna, McGregor is it. going to be distractingly bad. I think so too, but, but uh, you know, that's right uh, that's just because this isn't Disney, so I'm not expecting. Yeah, it's Jake Gyllenhaal. I'll I'll, I'll I'll watch this movie. I don't think I'll go see it, but I will watch it. Well, it, it comes out on Prime, so. Oh, it does. Yeah, like Doug Liman was all pissed off that Amazon's like, yeah, no, we're just going to release it on Prime because you know reasons. Oh, I I. I did not know that. Okay. All right. And so I'll be watching it when that first weekend. So yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. You ready to talk Reacher? Yes. All right. Reacher season <laughs> two. What? I'm just, sorry. I'm just laughing at your out of 10 again. Well, we're about to, we're about to do that. 
So, uh, Reacher season two out of 10, you can't be that big and still be naturals. What do you give season two? I'd give it an eight. Really had a lot of fun with it. Just an I eight? Hold the... on. Whoa. Let's, let's, yeah. hold on. Let's unpack this. Hear me out. Why are you giving it just an eight? Like, are you touched? Did you fall down the steps and lose your memory for how you rate things? What is happening here? Uh, all of the above. And what did you give it? An 8.25. <laughs> I mean, I thought the whole bit was we gave everything like random decibel like ratings. Do you want me to do an 8.01? Would that be better? No, not now. I mean, you ruined the bit. It's over. <laughs> you killed it. Way to go. You're the uh, you're the Admiral Holdo of that bit. You just killed the whole franchise. That's not funny. I stand by what I say. I'm, I'm very close to pulling these headphones off right now. Bet. Take it back. <laughs> <laughs> Michigan should not have given me the power of the word bet. Because now I've, I've been using it constantly. So it's just like someone will say something. I'll look at them and it's like, bet. <laughs> and they're like, fuck. <laughs> anyway. Uh, no, I think this was a great season overall. We're going to talk about the finale here in a second. I feel like the finale was a little bit of a, of a letdown. And we have different opinions on why it was a little bit of a letdown, in, in, in my opinion. Um, but, but, yeah, I think overall it was a great story. It was uh, – I, I appreciated the funness of seeing him with his family um, and not just being the lone reacher. Um, I'm excited for season three, which is in production now or has been in production for quite a while. Um, and super excited also that Neely uh, will be coming back for season yes. three for sure. Um, but I mean, here's the thing. Is, is Neely is a super important character. Um, and, you know, it, it's just one of those things that I'm trying to find the actress's name. I'm trying to vamp why I find the actress's Stin. name. Yeah, Maria Stinn is awesome. Yeah. And if you go to her Instagram, oof, wow. I mean, like, we saw her, like, clean up nice in the, uh, in the ball gown and everything. But she is gorgeous. Yes. So, just like Sorinda. Yes. Who is. should have died? Not Sorinda, um, you know, Dixon. But no, uh, Sorinda should be yes. looking like this I have, for the rest of her life. <laughs> I, I, I have an amount of copious amounts of notes. I bet you do because I'll we've had, finale. well, we've had two weeks to uh, rewatch it more than once, probably. Um, and, you know, you are a note taker by by nature. Yeah. All right. I, I, again, like to piggyback off your point, I really enjoyed this season. Yeah. I enjoyed the. It's it's funny because as as I said before, this season started. Yeah, I love the chemistry that he had with, you know, Roscoe and Finley in the first season, and it's wondering like, okay, how are we going to get this back? Oh, you're wondering about how we're going to get it back. Oh, enter the special investigators and Dixon and more Neely yeah. and O'Donnell. And it was just like, that's my, fa those are my favorite parts of this show. Yeah. I like the, you know, I like the action and, you know, the plot, but 
the chemistry between those four is what keep that type of chemistry is something that keeps bringing me back. Right. And, and you don't mess with the special investigators. Absolutely. Which is the dumbest so. tagline ever. <laughs> I mean, it, it lost a whole three quarters of a point just for that. For that. <laughs> All right. Let's get into the finale. Flyboy. Um, it was directed by Julian Holmes, written by Scott Sullivan, came out on January 19th. Um, so out of five, uh, the old trusty nail in the boots. 3.57 out of five. Is that better? I mean, is that what you were originally going to give it, or were you going to give it a three? No, I was not going to give it a three. <laughs> the bit lives. Woo anyway, uh, yeah, it was 3.88. Um there's stuff I really liked about the finale. Um, you were you were concerned about the helicopter scene. Yes, that that it was. I've had a couple issues with this season with some of the fight scenes. I believe we talked about you were speaking of the uh, the evening gown uh that neely wore mm -hmm. that scene where they were attacked by the motorcycle gang right and you see it a lot in action just as you see it with comedy and stuff they bigger and you know oh we did this so we have to go bigger we mm -hmm. have to go bigger and they try to do that in certain instances particularly that scene where you have you have these special investigators fighting in evening wear against right. the biker gang, and it just didn't work for me. And the helicopter scene, the that entire scene, that entire set from him running, which we were joking about this earlier, man, like him laboring to run towards the helicopter with those paint. It, it I thought it was awesome. I mean, I thought it was I, I, it, no, it's funny, but it, it hurt my legs watching him run. Right, it's like, right. oh man. Probably his hamstrings were like, dude, slow down. But like, it just didn't work for me, really. And it took me out of the show. The motorcycle fight, it didn't really work for me, but it ne didn't necessarily take me out of the show. Right, right. Like the helicopter, because I was calling things as they before they were happening, like not even calling them, just saying, please don't do this. Right. Please don't do this. Uh, you did it. Mm -hmm. Damn it. So it didn't take over it, it again. Overall, I, I I thought it was a letdown as as far as a season finale. It wasn't horrible, like I've seen some people say on online. I've I've just seen headlines of um, of outlets calling it just horrible and stuff like that. Right. But compared to what we got beforehand, I I'm not gonna lie. It was a little bit of a letdown. Sure. But it was more of a letdown because everything else overall was generally so much better that if it was a regular show, I'd probably say, okay, it's decent. But I've been ex I've come to expect more from Reacher, so that's why it wasn't it wasn't as strong for me. It's just because they've they've set the bar so high right. in in a lot of the stuff they've done. I'm gonna call out if it's not as good as what they've given us before. Hell, right. if this was a Mar you know, Marvel show. I'd be like, okay, there we go. 
I'm clapping for that. Yeah, you know, you, you didn't. Yeah, you didn't drop the ball. You did something decent. But for Reacher itself in the first two seasons and what they've given us, it's it's definitely a letdown for me. Uh yeah. So, um, yeah, I I my my letdown was the pacing of the show. Um. Yeah, they had everything wrapped up in the first nineteen minutes of the show, and then it was a lot of like, "Oh, we're uh, we're Robin Hood, and we're doing this, and we're doing that," and you know. Uh, so, so you're saying it had like eighteen endings, like Return of the King? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, honestly, they could have done the whole episode in a half hour. It, it, um, really, you're right. It, they I, absolutely could. I, I also thought, like, since details matter so much, there's no way he walks in and gives himself up without those two walking out as he's walking in. Because remember, the deal yeah. was like, I am going to come and turn myself in, and Langston, you are going to let my two friends go. And instead, yes. they shoot O'Donnell <laughs> in the leg. So, yeah. um, yeah, I also think Dixon really needed to die. <laughs> like, you know, I know it's dark and everything, but there's that. Um, I thought the Lavoy thing was stupid. Um, you know, why can't we just why can't we just have a good guy? Like, you know, yeah. I know he's a politician, but like, why couldn't he have just been a good guy? Yeah. Like that part that again, that was one of the the secondary endings where it was it was just a, a big sigh because right. it was wholly unnecessary to do that. And again, this is the other thing. I have to say this. Maybe that's how it ended up in the books. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I we don't didn't, read, we didn't read the books, which I, I think so, is good, like in this instance. Yeah. So. so two things. It could absolutely be there for the books, and I could say, okay, they're just following the books. However, we've seen instances where they, they even in Reacher, they've, change things in, mm -hmm. from the books so it's not like you have to follow this you know what yeah you know, like just connect like follow everything in the books right. because you have to look at okay does this make sense with what we're doing it might have made sense in the much more sense in the book because right. they have you have more time to uh, you know fill it, uh, everything out but in this show that was unnecessary it was absolutely unnecessary right and again it, it was like you were saying yeah, with the pacing and everything, with the ending and how they had everything, it was almost as if they were like, okay, so we have 20 pages of script for you know the climax. Yeah, just a, a spoiler here. We need to fill. Um, yeah, the they the Lavoie did not try to kill them, and there I don't think there is a Lavoie in the books. So okay. it says here, Reacher concludes the terrorist weapons buyer does not know how to use them. The team finds the one new age staff engineer capable of teaching the terrorist how to use the weapon and who's being threatened with his daughter's torture. Reacher Pete poses as the engineer as the terrorist arrives. With Neely's help, he ties him up, leaving him for the FBI. Later, Reacher's team agrees to use the money obtained from the criminals to set up trust funds for the murdered members' loved ones with a donation to PETA and Tony Swan's for Tony Swan's only family, his dog, Maisie, and split the remaining money. After going their separate ways, Reacher receives a deposit for over $100,000 in his account and, and, uh, and analyzes it. The detailed report shows multiple deposits, um, military police radio code for missions, 10, 8, 10, whatever. The second deposit is Dixon's zip code. So, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, that's it. it it's like, you know. He withdraws $100 and buys a ticket for the first bus available, and he has no idea where it's going. That's how the book ends. 
So yeah, none of okay. none of that. With okay, the, so that none of that was okay. So yeah. all right, okay, wholly unnecessary. Yeah, just just really really bad. Like it's it's like okay, like why like why would you do that? Um, you know, I thought it was cool that they tested that Hello Kitty works when they shot when Neely shot and missed the helicopter and came back down and and, and shot it. Um, mm-hmm. I know it's not called Hello Kitty. Um, it's I, called I little, It's Little Wing, that. but like um, Little Wing. But I think Hello Kitty is a much more terrifying name for it. Um, because it's like, Hello Kitty? Um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I, I thought that it would have been nicer to see, like, okay, moving forward, now he's got, like, a senator in his pocket that, like, if he needs help, he can go to. Instead, it was just, mm-hmm. like, one more, just one more dirty politician, and, and it's, like, great. Thanks for continued prescriptive programming. It's awesome. Yeah. It's right. awesome. Thanks. You're the best. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I think that... Uh, We've we talked about in the first season that Reacher's fighting style for how big he is and, and how much punishment he can take was interesting and, and really good when he's like fighting in the prison in the in the first episode. Um or with second episode. But I mean the first one, the first season is just a movie. It's it's two it's two it's two movies just back to back for eight hours. Um <laughs> but you know, like when he's holding he's holding this the the um the scrolly thing. What's it called? The scrolly thing. That she was on. The oh, gurney. The, uh, uh, the gurney. The gurney. Yeah. What he's, I was. I want to. I kept wanting to say scaffolding. Uh, he's holding the <laughs> scaffolding. He's holding the entire building up with just his pinky finger. No, but as he's holding the scaffolding, he's getting hit in the ribs and stuff like that. There's no way his grip doesn't release even a little bit, and and he drops her. Yeah. Um. And then just like how unceremoniously Langston was thrown out, like I get that, but like, come on, like like, come on, um, you know, I did think it was pretty interesting the way they kept Swan quote alive. <laughs> yeah, that was that, that was, was kind that, of... that was gruesome. Um, yeah, but yeah, so it's it's just one of those things that it's like okay. Um, there's still a special investigator, the the one black guy who was the sniper that never showed up, you know, so. No, he got killed in a car accident. Oh, you're right. I missed that. Okay. You're right. Yeah. I forgot about that. It's like, where? Yeah, you're right. Um, hey, where's this guy? Where is he? He was cool. And he was like cooler as a uh, Rick Berman or, yeah, no, not Rick Berman. Um, Chris, Chris Berman used to say, cool is the other side of the pillow. Or was that Stuart Scott? Stuart Scott. Stuart Scott, yeah. Anyway, um, they were they were on the same show. Like, who knows whose catchphrase was whose? Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it's, uh, you know, I, 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 I liked how it ended after the fact when, like, they gave all the money away and stuff like that to the surviving family members and, you know, um, Russo's nephew, uh, nephews. Um, I thought that was really cool. But it can't be. My brother's dead. Where did the money come from? How about you just say thank you? Let's say, don't ask questions. You yeah. don't want the answer. Yeah, there's millions of dollars or for, you don't need for your answer. kids now. Yeah. Like, you know, calm the fuck down. Um, but yeah, anyway. I Yeah, All In, it was a good season. It was a little bit of a letdown. This was my least favorite episode of the season. You know. Yeah. Cool. All right. You ready? 
as as Triple H so uh, so clumsily did with Kath Kelly. Are you ready? And then she kept saying, "Are you ready?" It's like, dude, shut up. Just let him do the thing. <laughs> like honestly, what I really would have liked to see, and you know how little regard I held for Triple H as a wrestler, but I'm actually starting to like him as an exec, is for him to have opened in the ring or just been at the end of the the, the pre-show. Are you ready? I said, you know, like and gone through yeah. that, but not done the suck it thing. Um, and then Jay's music hits. Like that would have been awesome. Um, but yeah, so... Uh, or not Jay's, sorry, uh, Natty's music hits. Um, but yeah, okay, so Royal Rumble, it was at Tropicana Field in St. Petersburg, Florida. Had just under 50,000 people there. Um, Tropicana Field is where the Devil Rays play. I refuse to just call them the Rays. Uh, and it aired on Peacock. This is the 37th annual Royal Rumble. And the funny thing about where... Um, it took place there with, with Tropicana Field, is that was their home during COVID when they did the Thunderdome and they did the they did a Royal Rumble um, there without I don't an think audience. I realized that. So um, yeah, that was a that was rough to watch. AEW did the the like no attendance things a lot better than than WWE did. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, having a no attendance rumble in WrestleMania really was not, like, in the cards. And, and you know, Bailey, uh, Bailey deserved to win, especially in that building, because of how she carried the company on her back during, like, you know, not just the women's division, but, but WWE on her back during the no uh, audience because it's when she went full heel and like just giving commentary the whole time because you could just hear everything she said and, and, and Pam crushed it. Um, commentating was Michael Cole and Corey Graves with a surprise appearance by Pat McAfee. More on him in a minute. Um, but yeah, so there were four matches on this card. There was the women's Royal Rumble match. Uh, it ran for an hour and five minutes. Bailey ultimately won. And we'll root for you everything. Um, there was a fatal four-way match with... Uh, the Yui, as they're calling him, uh, have you have you heard that? No. The so the undisputed is the 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 uh, the Yui title now. I hate it, but I had to say it. Uh, as a four way match for the Universal Championship, Roman Reigns uh, with AJ Styles and uh, LA Knight and yeah. uh, and the Apex Predator himself, Randall Keith Orton. Uh, it ran for 19 minutes and 30 seconds. Raymond Roman retained. I I don't think I thought I think this match was supposed to go on for longer. Um, then there was the singles match for the United States Championship: Logan Paul versus the Prize Fighter Kevin Owen. Uh, Owens, sorry, I, I always want to say Kevin Steen. <laughs> anyway, uh, that one went for 14 minutes, and Logan retained. We'll go into that, and then the 30 man men's Royal Rumble. Uh, went for an hour, a uh, little over an hour and eight, and one hour and eight minutes, and it was run by my boy, the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes. So yeah, let's go through. Okay, real quick. So out of ten Nia Jax botches, what do you give the Rumble? The Rumble as a whole, yeah. out of ten, I 
I give it seven out of ten. I and I think that's for me. It's a little being a little generous. It, it. There's nothing about it that was great to me. Uh, I I don't think there was there was something that was bad for me for a little bit. Yeah. And then there was stuff that. I could you could have done this on SmackDown or Raw type thing. So I went seven point eight five. Um, this was the best women's rumble yet, and the women's rumble for the most part have been really good. I think this was the, the fifth one. Um, and no, really? It's only I don't I don't think I realize it's only been I, I, that long. I don't I don't know. Hold on, let me see. Uh, Just because you know I had that I I was away from wrestling for a while yeah so. i mean it, they're relatively they're relatively new but um sorry um but yeah so i i liked uh i liked the women's rumble i thought it was the match of the night um i was right for both uh so 2018, so one, two, three, four, okay. This was the sixth, seventh, sorry, okay. seventh. Asuka was the first female Royal Rumble winner uh, back in 2018 when Shinsuke won. So it was an all Japanese, an all Japan. So uh, 2019 was uh, Rebecca Lynch and Seth freaking Rollins. Uh, then Charlotte and Drew, Bianca and Edge. Rhonda and Brock, Cody and Rhea, and then Cody and Bailey. Um, but we'll get into that more. Um, but yeah, I like I I think both rumbles worked really well, especially the second half of the men's rumble. All of the women's rumble was great. Um, the fatal four-way match was bad. It was it was really bad. And it shows that Roman doesn't wrestle enough. Um and LA Knight shouldn't have been in that match. Uh, and and I'll get into that. The the United States Championship match, uh, it was a repeat, almost beat for beat, from the Logan versus Ray, um, especially with the, the brass knucks and everything. Uh, I expected more from that one. And then, like I said, the men's match, it, it really picked up once Cody got in there. Um but yeah, so let's talk. Let's talk about the, you know. Well, the, let, first of all, let's talk about. Sorry, let's talk about the uh, the the fatal four way. Okay, so first. Well, hold on. Yeah. First, I, I have to get my. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. Oh, well, I heartily disagree for the most part about the women's. I I thought the women's match was boring and bad until I think it started to pick up before Jade came in, but the last 15, 18, 20, 15, 20 minutes was really, really good. But they had an issue where there was too much of a woman trying to do their move on two different women at the same time. And they never worked well. And, but that was the it, thing it, because I, Chelsea Green kept taking all the damage that was meant for other people. No, and... no, no, not not that. It was like uh, it wasn't. Oh, the Chelsea Green stuff that was great. I thought that was hilarious. That was the highlight of it the wasn't when, of the, the yeah. The, I thought she played that very yeah. She did that very well. And but uh, yeah, I'll say the last twenty minutes of the women's match was really good. Uh, I will say I missed the first like ten minutes because okay. I turned it on 
and I was like, oh, I thought it was I was going to start at the beginning, but it just started me right in the match. So see, you so missed I, when I, Jordan came out. Yeah, I, which I was disappointed in. I can go back and rewatch. But from that time when I turned it on, uh, there was like a 30 minute stretch where we're watching it. And it's just like, this is not this is boring. And this is just in, in some parts bad. And then it just really picked up. And I thought it ended great the last 20 minutes. Uh, the Fatal 4-Way won. It, like I said, that should, should that didn't seem like a pay-per-view match. No. And it there was an abruptness to that ending, which I agree with you when you said it, you thought it should have been yeah, longer. because it just ended, and he penned AJ, which was yeah. weird. Yeah. The Logan-Paul uh, match with Owens was fine, but again. It was just lazy. It, it just seemed like this was – it didn't feel like a pay-per-view match. No. no. And although I still – Logan Paul needs to do come full time. He yes, really does. he does. He, yeah. I, I absolutely th- think he needs to come full time. And the men I thought was solid all the way around, but it really picked up when Cody came. The, in. the men's match and, like, dragged from the minute Andrade got in there until Cody uh, got in there. Because well, because you had Andrade, you had uh, what was the guy from uh, LWO now? That I just don't like that guy. Santos he's Escobar. Just, he's just. Just not, I mean, not necessarily performance, but like as far as lacking charisma and lacking believability. Yeah. It's just not there. Yeah. It's to, for me, at least I'll say for me. So, so, okay. So, okay. So let's, let's talk about, let's, we'll, we'll get into it. So let's talk about the, the fatal four way. Um, yeah. That match was too slow um, mm-hmm. for AJ to have AJ and Randy in there. Um, LA Knight why he's over with the fans is not the same caliber caliber of wrestler as anyone else in that ring. Um, he's clunky with his move set. Um, and I, I do think it would have worked much better as a triple threat match because you wouldn't, Randy wouldn't have been able to be like, well, I'm going to beat up Roman for a while. And then I'm just going to sit around and watch, which is, is ultimately yeah. what happened. Um, and again, I like something happened where I don't think I don't think AJ was supposed to like be essentially like cut in half by the ropes at the end there. And mm-hmm. I think he might yeah. have gotten hurt. Yeah. Like I like I yeah, don't know I if he's hurt or not. Too. But like I just think yeah. they pulled an audible real quick and like, okay, we have to we have to end this. Roman's in the position Let's, to to pin him. Let's do this. Yeah. Um I could see that because I saw yeah. when he when he hit the ropes, I'm like, oh damn, that looked so, bad. That, that didn't look good. No, um, but yeah, I, I just I think, like you know, and and I get it. I I I have I have a bias here because I like when Roman called L.A. Knight the redneck cosplay of his cousin. It's like yes, that is exactly what he is. He's a worse version of The Rock. So I, I I will disagree. I mean, he even has he even does there. the people's elbow. Come on. Yeah, I I will disagree with some some of that. What you said with LA. I I thought he was well. One, I I don't like fatal four ways in general right. because they're usually they're they're almost all like ninety nine percent of fatal four ways are clunky. Just yeah. because there's only been one good one in history, and it was an AEW yes. with the four pillars. Absolutely, oh, and so. that's what I said watching this one. I was like, the only one that I've seen that was great was that one, and I, that was that was tremendous. Yeah. 
there's you're not going to touch that but all those guys are and, under 35 and they can yeah, all forego yeah so you've got right and they're and they weren't part timer you've got a 90 year old randy orton you've got a 110 year old aj styles just from body age um mm-hmm. you you've got a four-year-old la knight from mental <laughs> and you've got the part-timer with roman who's only defended the belt five times in a year in the last year yeah, you can't do that. You but, can't yeah. have that. No, yeah. I, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, LA Knight is not, like, he's not on this level. Like, I get he's over and fans like him because they like to yell, yeah. Um, which I will admit, when, when Graves was talking and, and uh-huh. Pat McAfee kept going, what? What? <laughs> what? It was, that was, <laughs> that was pretty funny. And so, you know my feelings about Pat McAfee. <laughs> so, yeah. So I, the, the thing I disagree but, with is, yeah. and when you're talking about L.A. Knight, is he shouldn't have been in. I don't – Randy Orton, and you're talking about shouldn't be in there. A fatal four-way doesn't work for him the way he is right now. And right. you add to the fact that Roman Reigns, again, doesn't wrestle. You add, And I think out of all four of the ones, the one that could work something like this the best would actually be AJ Styles. Yes. Uh, even though he, like you said, he is like from a body age standpoint, he's still, he's still old, but I mean, he's again. just like, dude, Allen is just like, like he still wrestles the way he did in the X division mm-hmm. with TNA. Yes. And he's, st- and he's still, he still moves well. Randy Orton, as much as I love him, you can tell since he's come back, he's bigger and he's a lot slower. Well, he and had the again, spinal I, fusion and I was going to say so. that again, I understand that. I'm just saying it doesn't matter why he is. It's the fact that he is and that you can't have a four-way that the fatal four-way should flow if you're going to have one. Yeah. And and I agree. This should not have been a fatal four-way. This honestly, I don't think it should have been a, in a triple threat, although you can do a little. It's I, I One, Roman needs to come. You either need to give up the belt, which I think he's going to lose to Cody. He should lose. He better lose to Cody at WrestleMania. (laughs) Yeah, he has to lose to Cody at this point. He has to. Because, again, like I said, I love Roman Reigns, this this whole trip. But I'm not going to defend a guy that wrestles once every, what, two months? Well, especially when the whole whole point is there's a stipulation that you have to defend your belt every 30 days. Right. I I I do not like that. Yeah. And that takes away... I, I just like this. Whole I, I will say this. I hated it more when it was Brock doing this shit than with Roman because the bloodline story has been compelling. Oh, the I love the bloodline, story, but it's but over. Even for me like now, it needs like, to implode now, just, and they need to, you know. Yes. So yes. Like oh, Roman my, should like be said, forced like, to wrestle. Sorry, Roman should be forced to wrestle night two against the Rock for the head of the table. Not the. No, no, hear me out. And then Jey Uso okay. weasels his way in and becomes the head of the table. Okay. Well, I, I, I had a thing I said, you know, when the Men's Royal Rumble yeah. started, how long are they going to keep Jay and Jimmy apart yeah. before they yeah. come back so, together as the Usos? But, yeah, anyway. Uh, you know, I, I think as far as the Fatal 4-Way match goes, 2 out of 5. 1.5 out of 5. Uh, I, for me, it's 2 out of 5. Yeah. Uh, I think a 2 is fair. It, it's absolutely fair. So, um, fair. you know, and then looking at the Logan Paul, Kevin Owens match, it was like, you know, cause Kevin's got the quote broken hand and his cast was a weapon and Logan Paul was going to sue him. And it's like, Kevin can go. Kevin is fast. He's a big guy, but he's fast and he's agile. Yeah, and he's got he's, gas for days. Like 
I would have much rather seen this be a super high-paced match than Logan cackling to the crowd as he's just slamming Kevin's hand against various objects around the ring. Um, yeah. That that took it away from me. And, and then the uh, the end was the disqualification and the... Uh, details matter. The details matter. And it's like, come on. <laughs> like, dude, Kev, just hit him and then throw him. Like, you know, it was... I, I think it would have been it would have been really interesting for Logan to lose that, and then to see him in the um, in the elimination chamber in Perth. Yeah, which um, I, I, which we still could get him in there as the yeah. uh, the United States champ, but like it like it works better when it's not, um, especially because like I, I don't know. So uh, yeah, I just I like this one was like. Like a two and a half out of five. Um, yeah, I was going to say that because I thought it was. I thought it was. It was for me. It was better than a fatal four. It wasn't as boring. But it as wasn't. A fatal it was just yeah. And like I was saying before, it, it was just. Sorry, go ahead. Well, you, well, what you're saying is like just it was a rehash. It was. It was. Um, it was a paint by numbers match. Yeah. Um, I would love to see Logan as a full time wrestler. I think Logan as a full time wrestler I, would be. Yes. You you would be hard pressed to keep the the title off of him. Within a year, because even now, again, like the heavyweight title, like the Seth, the Seth the guy Rollins is a part timer, and some of the stuff he does, and some of the stuff he does naturally, not just the athletic stuff, but playing to the crowd, yeah, just more seasoning, and dude, dude, like sky's the limit for him, uh, like truly, as far as wrestling goes, right. if he comes full time, yeah, you know, and you know, he's an Ohio boy, so like you know, uh. We we like that, even though it's Leaveland where he's from. But, um, but yeah, I mean, he's only twenty eight. Yeah, like that's wow, the I thing. I don't know if he's, I knew he was that old. He's twenty eight years old. He has been wrestling now for what three years, two years. This is his second year. Um, and yeah, he's got he's got more like just natural wrestling ability than maybe anyone since Randy Orton. But uh, I, I would like to see him exp ex expand his moveset, his repertoire. I'd like to see him add like a nice, like you, like you said, he does the best buckshot lariat in the uh, oh, yes. um, the game. But I'd like to see him add like a nice little scoop power slam, or you know, some yeah. kind of a power bomb or, or falcon arrow, um, you know, to to his moveset. It would it would be really good. Um, something where he can do the Falcon arrow off the second rope and then jump right back up and do a frog, do the frog splash, things like that. Mm -hmm. um, Cause dude doesn't get tired. Kevin doesn't get tired. This match should have been like yeah. balls to the wall, you know, dropping the hammer every two or three minutes to like take it to another level. Yeah. But, yeah um, they those yeah. two could have, they could have been such a much better, such Agreed. a better match than, than what yeah. we got. And cause it was the direction itself because mm -hmm. we know what both guys are capable of yep. and we just didn't get that type of match, unfortunately. Yes, sir. All right. So the women's rumble, I am giving this a four out of five. I am giving it a three out of five. Fair. Um, I, there's a couple things and I, this goes for both rumbles. Uh, I love the fact that there was not an old timer in either of these rumbles. I was actually surprised. That like, I was pleasantly surprised so. because that is, you know, if you, you do that every few years, 
but the way they've been doing it over the years, it's like, well, uh, they haven't had enough women. Who's it gonna be? They haven't had 30 yeah. women, so well, they've had to do it. But yeah, I'm talking about with the guys, like when Booker T did it well, oh, a couple yeah. years ago. Was that last year or the year? It was last year, Booker and he was, like, was like, he couldn't oh even do the spin of Rooney. It's like, you're done, dude. It's like, dude, dude please, 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 no. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. There uh, was some, oh, sorry. some great talent in XT. And again, I, yeah. I know you know. You know far more about NXT. I mean, I've seen the people from NXT, but the NXT really showed out, and I think in both Rumbles. Well, there were only really represent. There were only two NXT, like current NXT people, in the women's Rumble, um, and there were only two for the men's, and one of them was not well, supposed to be there. So what? Braun. Uh, we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, oh, oh, okay. That's to be interesting news to me. So oh. Natty coming in and, and wrestling for 20 minutes. Uh, I mm-hmm. think she secured herself as like the all time, like most minutes in a rumble for a woman. Um, mm-hmm. You know, she's just Emmett Smith at this point. She's just hanging on and, <laughs> and she's just accumulating <laughs> stats. Uh, yeah. It was nice seeing Naomi back. Uh, I'm a little sad because I loved her in TNA. I, I, I think... Mm-hmm. I I hope that her being back means they're going to give her some time uh and and you know more than just like oh the women's tag belts or something like she proved herself um in TNA and she shows how good she can be when she's getting the reps mm-hmm. um because as Trent like you know as Trinity over there she was awesome she was so much fun to watch which made it great to have Jordan Grace show up it was the current. This is the second year in a row they've had the the current uh, TNA Knockouts champion, or well, last year was the Impact Knockouts champion with Mickey James. But when they asked Mickey James to come back, they had no idea she was the the Impact champion. Oh, really? Yeah, they were just like, "Hey, can you come back?" And she's like, "Well, I'm I'm the Impact champion," and like so they had like you know. But I think too, like Jordan got got some great moments in the ring. Uh, and you know Bianca Belair eliminated her by giving her the KOD on the apron, was was, was a worthy elimination of a champion. Yeah. So it's one of those things where we talk about how somebody can lose but still look strong. Yeah. I mean, she was that in was, she was, was in the match for for just under twenty minutes. She was or just sorry, just over nineteen minutes. Um, but yeah, she looked great. Uh, Candice LeRae, she was in for fifteen minutes. She looked great. Uh, Naomi went for an hour and two minutes, and she wasn't even the Iron Woman. Yeah, it was Bailey because Bailey came in yeah. at number three. Um, it was nice seeing Indy Hartwell get some uh, get some like just solid moves in, but she didn't eliminate anybody, obviously. But as part of the way with Candice, uh, that was cool. Um, when Oscar got eliminated, that was a shock. Ivy Nile is going to be a goddamn star. Um, yeah, I did not realize. Casey Catanzaro was repackaged to Katana Chance. Oh, that's. So, there so I were like, several. I was like, wait, that's Kate. Wait, oh, so. Um, <laughs> so I, I gotta yeah. admit, I gotta say, there were a lot of them. Were there were several women where I was, where they would say their name, and I'm thinking, okay, I don't know this person. <laughs> so this, this person. is a stacked women, women's roster. This is the best women's yeah. roster they've ever had. Um, but I, I will say this. Dude, I mean, and I've heard her name a lot, but I haven't watched it. So I've watched NXT. Tiffany Stratton Ooh. showed out. Oh, yeah. I mean, she was in for under seven minutes and she made the best of it for sure. Um, yes. 
I, I will say, Bianca Belair, it's time to lose the braid. Yeah, man. One, yeah. It start it co- it's cost her matches. It's costing her matches. And two, it looks ratchet as hell because it's uh, just an extension. Yeah. And yeah. it's like there were pieces of that braid all around all the All over the place. It was yes. it, it was we gross. Were talk- we were watching and um, we were laughing about that. Like, so that's, that's and, and like her hair, like without the braid, is about the length of Jade's wig. Um an interesting match would be wig versus braid. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh actually i don't i mean i'm assuming jade's wearing a wig but um but yeah uh Kyrie sane uh i don't think she was supposed to go out the way she went out <laughs> when she was just like you know how the the little like things you used to throw against the wall with the suction cups yeah that was her yeah <laughs> so uh it was great seeing tegan knocks in she wasn't there long enough chelsea green 17 minutes so she previously has the record. She has the record for the fastest elimination, and it looked like they were going to do it again. And then she got back in, and it looked like they were going to throw out again. And then she got back in, I, and uh, like, that was awesome. She was yes, she made the most of her time. I I had I was she. It was very. There was a lot of enjoyment watching the comedic moments with well, her, and when she was taking moves, watching and, her give up her body the way she did was was really yeah. great. And yeah, like you said, like she was like. Everyone was doing their moves, and like it always ended up hitting her. Like someone would move out of the way, or she would fall down at the wrong time. It was like that was great. Um, Piper Niven looked great. She mm-hmm. looked great. When you compare her to Nia Jax, Piper Niven is is a bigger girl for sure, but like she's stout, she's strong, she's fast. You look at Nia; she's no no body shaming here, but she's fat. She's slow. She's clunky. She's dangerous. I was about to say the more more important part of all of that is she's dangerous. Yeah, and not like Maverick. No, she. She's um, just why I don't. Anyway, yeah, that's another thing. And uh, like I said, Jade Jade being in there. I mean, she showed out, and yeah. it, I. Again, I like how they used her, especially being her first mm-hmm. moment. In I mean, this was her, her in-ring debut. And she came yes. in, and she picked Nia Jax up on her own and dumped her over the rope. Now, yeah. I don't want to see a Jade Cargill-Nia Jax feud right now. I want to no, see a Jade Cargill-Becky Lynch feud. Mm-hmm. That's what I really yeah. want to see. Um, because Jade I, because Jade used Naomi Atiel to eliminate Becky. Yeah. So, um, you know, Becky looked good. I think Becky going out was the right thing. Um, getting that final four, um, that was in there was, was, was really cool. Uh, seeing Roxanne Perez, um, you might know her from the Indies and TNA as Roxy. Uh, she is, she's like super young and she's going to be, she's going to be a star or is a star already, but, um. Yeah, how old is she? Yeah, she's 22 years old. Um, oh, dang. She's fantastic. She's down at NXT. She's got a thing going with Tiffany Stratton right now. Tiffany Stratton, uh, is she still the champ? She was the champ. Um, but Tiffany Stratton has been the champ uh, down there. She's gorgeous. She can wrestle. She's got all this just great, like, like, like the 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 I'm gonna use the word the kids are using nowadays the Riz 
that that Tony Storm has, Tiffany Stratton has it ten times. Yeah, ten x, ten like her at, and again in the short time that athleticism when she's doing the great Muda, you know, handspring backflip to the elbow. Oh yeah, which was great. Um, Liv Morgan coming back was awesome. Yeah, that that was that was good too. And at the end of the day, Bailey won, which was like so Bailey. Bailey was in there with Kyrie Sane and um, Asuka, who are both part of, um, you know, damage control. And, you know, when when Kyrie and, and, and Asuka got eliminated back to back, she's like, what about the plan? And then Becky, yeah. Becky, Bailey wrestled this amazing match, like all the way to the end. And, you know, being able to take out Jade and Liv, like, you know, like Liv took out Jade. But, uh, um, you know, but like being a part of that, the way that worked and then taking out live the way she did, it was awesome. Yeah. So in Becky, I, I was, or, I was so happy Becky, for her. and this is her first rumble win. She is now like held every championship belt. She's won a rumble. Like she deserves this. She's, you know, I'm, I'm I mean, I've Absolutely. been a huge Becky, Becky, I'm a huge Becky fan, but I've been a huge <laughs> Bailey fan forever. Like I, like oh, I, yeah. uh, I, like when she was a hugger, I was I was all about it. Um, you know, her and Sasha Mercedes Monet um, have the greatest women's match in history with the Brooklyn Takeover Iron Woman half hour match that is brutal and awesome and and great. So yeah, I mean four out of five for this one for sure. Yeah, I I thought again. Like I, I said, think if you would have tuned I, in it, at the beginning, you wouldn't have thought well, it was slow. Well, I, I would still. I was yeah, I was gonna say it was slow in the middle and to to its defense, I think every rumble has those moments. It it, it just you can't expect the entire match to be like great. I understand that. And maybe I would have been more interested with if I knew some of the the the, the wrestlers, but I, I think it was less that and less the lull because like I said, even the men's which I like more had the lull too. Right. And I think every rumble I've seen has had lulls like that. So Well, and what the women just... didn't do this time that they normally do is about every five minute or like every five like entrance, they clear out the ring down to two. And they did not do it this time. So maybe that's why you felt that lull, but there was still stuff going on, which was was awesome. So yeah. Uh I I, I, I uh, there's no denying that I for me the last 20 minutes were oh, was, yeah. was great. Yeah. It was like, okay, this is what I'm talking about. And it was just, I think part of it, like I, like you said, I missed the first 10, 15 minutes. So that part, and I, I did see some of it online, especially when Jordan Grace came in with Naomi, which mm-hmm. was great. That was, that was, that was a cool setup with yeah. them. But I, I don't call I don't want to call it bad. I, I just said when I say bad, it was like that there was like that twenty minute mark where it was bad to me yeah. and it was boring. But then it Yeah. But I mean what a great what a great final four. Tiffany Stratton, yes, James well, Cardell, say, most both both of them had great final fours. Yes. Most importantly it finished strong. Yeah. That like I said, not just a final four, but there was a twenty minute span where I was like, Oh, this is this is fun. This is yeah. fun. And Chelsea Green, and Chelsea Green, she's hilarious. So yes, all right. Let's. Uh, oh wow, we're way over. Let's get to the men's. Uh, I give the men's like a three yeah. out of five. Yeah, um, I think I'd go a three and a half. 
probably. So I, I think, uh, dude, like, I don't know if I texted you, but I was texting Derek and, and Chris about this. Like, Karrion Cross mm-hmm. is done. He's done. Like, like he's Adam Adam Cole destroyed him in NXT, and it's he's never been the same. There's nothing he does that captivates me. No. No. Um, like, and, and this new gimmick that they're doing, which oh, they've yeah. been doing with him for with a while. With AOP, yeah. It's, it's just... So, um, it doesn't work for me. So this one started off really interesting. Jay and Jimmy Uso. Um, you know, back-to-back. Uh, Jay went 50 minutes, almost 51. Uh, Jimmy went 30. I'm sorry, 34. Um, you know, it was... Uh, it's really interesting to see the two of them go. Like this is definitely setting up that WrestleMania match. Uh, maybe have Solo somewhere in there doing something. But yeah, it was. Uh, this was good. I here's here's the thing is you had so here from NXT you had Carmelo Hayes. So we were talking about this before, and Braun Breaker. Braun Breaker came into the twentieth spot. That was supposed to be Braun, uh, Brock Lesnar. Oh, okay. So, but because gotcha. of everything that happened, what, yeah. Um, okay. the the biggest miss, uh, two biggest misses for me. One, that Ty Dillinger, uh, formerly known or you know Sean Spears, uh, Ty Dillinger, who is a free agent, did not just come in to be number ten because of the perfect ten gimmick. Um, mm-hmm. that had been amazing, and uh, Pat McAfee was a completely wasted entrance. It was stupid. It wasn't funny. Um, well. You know, I will disagree. It was it was funny to me, mm. but it would have been funnier if I the thing I that took you know when you overuse a joke. Yeah, if when he got out of the ring the first time. Yeah, that's all we needed. Yeah, just that the one time. Fine, so. just the one time. And then when he did it the second time, I'm like, what was the point of this? Yeah. So they, they yeah, I, I guess he was like, I, I don't think I don't want to take a bump over the rope. It's in these shoes. <laughs> right. But yeah. I mean, again, Pat McAfee to me, just in general, is I, I'm I'm one of those I can take him or leave him. Yeah. You know, sometimes he he does he has good content. Other times it's just yeah, whatever it is. So, so anyway, so from the third entrance with Grayson Waller all the way through Finn Balor uh, at the 14th <sighs> entrance, this match dragged. Dominic Mysterio yeah. was in there like a little fly, like swatting at people. Um, Bobby Lashley was in there kind of cleaning house. Um, he had, how many did he have? He, oh, he only had two eliminations. Okay. But Bobby Lashley came in and was killing it. And then, uh, you know, it, it was, it was just not, you know, I mean, I don't know. Cody, Cody and Braun break, or was it Cody? Yeah. Cody and Braun each had four eliminations. They tied for the, for the most eliminations. There was like no one actually dominant. In, in this, um, like CM Punk came in at 27 and had two, you know, and one was Drew McIntyre, yeah. you know, the other was Dirty Dom. So, um, but yeah, so uh, what, what really, really, really was I found interesting was the final seven. Uh, it was Ricochet, Damian Priest in his typical bondage gear, Sami Zayn, Drew McIntyre, <laughs> Gunther, Phil Brooks. And Cody Rhodes. Now, the thing is, is like, Jay made it all the way to the top eight and Gunther eliminated him. But here you had, you had McIntyre and Gunther who have issues. 
uh, Zayn and McIntyre who have issues, Punk and McIntyre who have issues, you know, Gunther and Cody who were the final two last year who like, like Cody, this is the story that's going to come out of Cody winning Gunther, you know, Gunther can't get over Cody, can't get past him. And and that's going to be awesome. Um, I do not understand the faith WWE has in Damian priest. I mean, I just don't get it. He's, he's new to, to WWE over the last few years, but I mean, he's already 41, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, he just, he, he's not, I don't know. I, I, I think like putting the, the money in the bank bank briefcase on somebody else would have been a better move. Um, you know, it's, it's just, I don't, I don't know. Uh, Drew looks freaking amazing. I if if I kind yeah. of I am kind of hopeful for the return of Drew Galloway with another company, <laughs> TNA. Um, <laughs> but you know we'll see. Um, Gunther is just a he's a unit. He's great, man. I I think like I, it's just so funny. He lost all that weight, and you did not realize how st- well he's still strong. But you did not realize how long yeah. he was. Yeah. His arms and legs are so long. Like he was Yeah, they are. They were pushing him over, trying to push him over. And like he still had like most of his body in the ring with his arm on the apron. It that was really cool. <laughs> um yeah. I mean, he's impressive. He's gonna be the champion. He's gonna be the one who takes it off of Cody at some point for sure. Um mm-hmm. I can't say enough good stuff about Cody Rhodes. Um he's my favorite current wrestler right now. Uh, Mark. I am. One hundred percent. I I don't hide it, and I I constantly say it. I love he he's my favorite wrestler. He's a die in the wool baby face, just like Mm -hmm. he should be, and he's the only non tweener in all of wrestling. What do you mean by non tweener? Like he doesn't. He's not like heel baby face. He is a baby face. Which oh, I remember in AEW when he was like, "Dude, I'm not going to turn." Yeah. I'm not going to turn. I so. remember that. And no, I, I'm joking. Well, I'm not joking because you are. I am. You yeah. admit it. And I, I've kind of over the year, over the last year and a half, I've kind of, I'm sort of a suit. I'm a Cody Stan, not necessarily a Mark, but uh, I love Cody. I absolutely <laughs> love Cody. Uh, it took me a while when I was watching him in AEW when I first came to AEW. Yeah. And sure. I was like, oh, I remember him from, you know, back in the day when, you know, he was a, a part of Legacy. Mm-hmm. And stardust yeah unfortunately dude and i even I liked him as stardust him. <laughs> i mean it's just but like i i saw him in ovw right i, I went to see we yeah. went down to see him because it's like dusty's kid is wrestling we have to see this because he right. was such a great high school wrestler um you know it, it, it's like i love the fact that he got the back-to-back the last one was stone cold in 2001 um so it's been over 20 it's 97 years. 98 no 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 stone cold years no Stone Cold won at 97, 98, and 2001. Are you sure? Oh, and in yes, 2001. Absolutely. Okay, okay. Yes. Okay, so I, I, I read that Because they said 26 years, and I was like, huh. And then I was like, oh, yeah, that's how long it took Michigan to win the, another <laughs> national championship. So, anyway. so that's how my mind worked yeah, when I heard so, that. Bet. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, here's the thing. Um, CM Punk came in at number 27. CM Punk should have been eliminated immediately. He should not have been in the final two. Um, running the final two back with Gunther and Cody would have been much better. Would have been so much better. Punk can't again, wrestle. He's done. And this is the thing. Like, he's and, done. Yeah, so hold on. We not, we don't like Cody. Or Cody Rhodes. 
We don't like CM Punk. That is obvious. However, that does not change the fact what we're saying. Now, one, I knew it was going to be Cody and CM Punk because of their face-off on Monday night last week. But what you're saying about the Gunther storyline coming out of this with Cody, Mm -hmm. it would have made so much been so much stronger if they were the last two again. Right. Right. So, um, you know, now I did like the storyline. Cody never once glanced at the WrestleMania sign. And after he won, he didn't point at the WrestleMania sign. He pointed at Roman in the other direction. Whereas CM Punk kept stopping to stare. Like, you know, that was part of it. Like, you know, um, but yeah, no, he's he's not built for this game anymore. It's not the same world. Mm-hmm. Like, and I said this when it, in AEW for him, he no, is he not he built for this world. Yeah. He's not built for the mental the mental part of this game now, where everybody cuts pipe bomb style promos. Like, yeah, sure, dude, you change the game with that. Um, and last week on on Raw when he was like, oh well, I'm the American Dream because my dad was an electrician and your dad just said he was. And uh, it's like, well, no, he said he was the son of a plumber. Um, and then Cody's like, yeah, well, I'm more CM Punk than you ever were because you talked a lot of shit, but I went out and did it. And it's like, Dude, awesome. like, honestly, like that was awesome. Cody buried him right there. Like yeah. he's, he's yeah. like um, the, the countdown is on for the CM Punk kissy fit. He's going to attack mm-hmm. some young wrestler backstage. Um, you know, it's probably going to be like someone like Carmelo Hayes coming up. I was uh, just going to say, yeah, I could see him guy. punching Austin Theory because who doesn't want to punch Austin Theory? But I don't think he get in or trouble Grayson for that. Waller. Yeah, but you're not getting trouble for that. But you know, well, um, <laughs> well, hey, you know, Carmelo Hayes. Well, he's going to he'll, he'll maybe he'll try to bully uh, Braun yeah. Breaker. Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, no, but like Sammy looked great there at the end. I would like to see Sammy in the final four instead of the final five. But you know, yeah. it's. Um, I really, I really like how he went after Drew McIntyre. Well, right that there. again, it, it's these yeah. stories and like, dude, you're right. There are so many stories coming out of. They did a great they job. Play. They like, did a great yeah. job with the stories. The Rumble itself was a bore, not a bore, but not the first half was a bore. Not not um, great, but I for me, you know it was what? Solid, but it I'll be honest. Wasn't the first great. 25 minutes was the problem. After that, yeah, it, it got I'd, better. Um, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. But yeah, it's just you know. Um, I, the Royal Rumble is my favorite pay per view of the year. Yeah, so it's I love the Royal Rumble. If I could go to a pay per view or PLE, sorry, if I could go to a PLE, I would go to the Royal Rumble. I I think I would too. I just I've always loved the Rumble. I wanted yeah, to go same. this year because it was like in St. Petersburg, which you know would have been cool. But um, but yeah, so it, it's just one of those things. Like, all right, so overall, overall for the night, it was a fine night. It was bookended nicely. You know, um, and yeah, I just I want to see where it goes. So I'm I hope I am really especially with the like how you laid it out like all these these threads that they can work with. It's I mean the next few months are going to be very interesting to see how they do what they do and yeah yeah, and again hoping everybody stays healthy yeah. because that's one of the things you just never know. I just, just hope the main guys can stay healthy. Yeah. Like hopefully you know, Seth know. heals up quick from the MCL right. tear and you know, like the meniscus, I'm sure he's probably almost already fine, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, again, it was, it, I, I had a lot more fun with last year, like overall the card itself, Royal rumble, but you know, the, that's not to say that this was a drag because 
you know, the last 20, 30, 20, 25 minutes of both rumbles were fantastic. And what you have coming out of there, particularly in the men's, I think it can set WWE up for the next six months from a storyline perspective from, you know, some of these top guys, like the top five, top six guys. Yeah. There's a lot, a lot of story to be told. Yeah. And hopefully Cody finishes his. Hopefully. Um, So the Young Bucks tweeted a picture Cody winning with the, you know, the two sweet and the gun uh, for Bullet Club. And then, uh, the drain maker, it is uh, drain damager on Twitter, but the elite wins again. <laughs> so, anyway, all right. On that note, thank you for listening. This has been so much fun. Um, if I could convince Daryl to watch more wrestling and talk about wrestling all the time, we probably would. Um, like, I'm, I'm, I'm all for the PLEs. No, no, I'm trying to get you I'm, into like the weekly TNA show in NXT. Oh, and, oh you know. okay. All right. Anyway, all right. Uh, thank you all for listening. This has been a blast. Uh, sorry we went 20 minutes longer than we normally do. But anyway, uh, any last words, D? Yep. All right. Well, D- Derek is a, a man of many words, so we will talk to you all next week. <laughs> Who's this Derek guy? Or Daryl, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know. Bet. You know, Becky, <laughs> Bailey. Bet. <you> anyway all right we'll see y'all next week all right yep bet the infamous podcast is recorded in kings mills ohio just north of cincinnati you can find new episodes every sunday on apple podcast youtube spotify google podcast our website or anywhere podcasts are downloaded this show is hosted by Daryl Jasper and me, Brian Tudor. To find more information about the show, visit us at infamouspodcast.com and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at infamouspodcast to keep up with the show. We also have a Patreon page, patreon.com slash infamouspodcast. We have some great rewards for our patrons and are looking for help to grow the show to bring you more of the content you want to hear. Music for this podcast is provided by Michael Henry from meetmichaelhenry.com. So whenever you're listening to us, have a great day, night, evening, weekend, whenever it is, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.